0: As you're seated, would you look at the person next to you and just, just ask him, say, have you lost weight? Go ahead and just say that. <laughs> have you lost weight? Unless they're that 1% of the population that's trying to gain weight. Then look at him and say, have you gained weight? Just say that. You look good. All right. <laughs> So uh, t- t- today we have a special guest i 'm really excited uh, in two thousand and nineteen Diane and I we took a team uh, from our church to Puerto Rico to work on some of the things that had happened through Hurricane Maria and some of the churches that had been da- uh, damaged and, and So we went down there and, and we spent uh, a, about a week with our team and Then they came home, and I was supposed to stick around and speak to a pastor 's gathering and I got sick, and I ended up in the hospital and if you don 't know my story really quickly, um, I went to the hospital. And I told him, you know what? Just give me some painkillers and I'll fly home and deal with this uh, you know, when I get home to Colorado. And the doctor looked at Diane and I and they said, if you get on the plane right now, uh, you could die. So Diane thought about it a little bit. And uh, <laughs> thankfully she chose to stay. Uh, but for nine days I was in the hospital, didn't have anything to eat or drink. It was a very dark, depressing time. And many of you prayed for us. And were texting us and it was it was still really diff- it was a really difficult time in my life and uh but pastor bert who we were there with um every day him and his wife would come they would pray with us they would encourage us they would bring us stuff everything we needed and uh, this dude really got me through that time now during the whole hurricane maria thing um, bert stepped up with his church and actually USA Today did a huge story on him and they did a video on him. You can still find it on their website about the incredible work that he did. So much so, in fact, that the New York City Puerto Rican Day Parade named him as one of the grand marshals. So he would never tell you all that, but I'm telling you that because he's a big deal. He's also a very dear, close friend of mine. So would you welcome Pastor Burt Pizarro. The Great Mosaic.
1: good to be here and i say that because sincerely for years i've been following you i love your pastor and pastor diana um it's just an honor for me to be here so um there's so much to say but i have to know how to reserve my words uh because i see that you guys are doing great things and i'm thankful for the contributions of the way that you have helped out puerto rico in our most difficult time and not only that though you sent another team to come over and encourage us and get us a, a beautiful building and the church is thriving back home in Puerto Rico. For those of you that don't know me, happy Sunday to everybody. I'm known as Bert Pizarro. I was originally from, uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York City. Um, i met Pastor Angel and Pastor um, Diana in South Carolina, and I, they're, they're beautiful children. I haven't seen them in 20 years. If they're here, I'm excited to see them. I remember they were really young, and now they're young adults thriving. And through that time, Pastor Angel, and I honor him, and I say this publicly, about 12 years ago, I had a dream. And in that dream, there's been three figures in my life that have really invested in me. And he was in one of those dreams. And God was just telling me, he put the seed of evangelism in your heart to be able to reach people. Today, I have a new assignment, um, but let me, I'm going ahead of myself a little bit. So from there in South Carolina, I went over to Puerto Rico to marry my beautiful wife, and I'll show you my family. That's my wife, Suarez. We've been married for 17 years. She's the reason that I went to Puerto Rico, not knowing that I had an assignment there um, in the Caribbean and serving and and this is the fruit of our love, our two children, Evolet. She's a ninth grader and that's Noah Prime who's full of energy and full of life. And he's a fourth grader. And we have our other family members, which is Bruno and Sachi Papa. They're our father and son. They're our therapy dogs. So um, yes, yes, I got to put them in the slideshow because they're they're part of the family, they really are. And God has given us a new assignment lately. Um, He has moved us from the palm trees to the cornfields. So um, I'm about 93 days, I think it is, that we relocated to Springfield, Missouri. Yes, I know, from paradise. But you know, when you're fulfilling and doing God's um, will, you have to be obedient to that. So I want to be able to say a prayer and I want to go directly into what I just sensed the Lord um, has this morning for this wonderful congregation. So would you pray with me? Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for the other two services we've had. I thank you for everybody here. I pray that your kingdom come and that your will be done, dear Lord. As it is in heaven, Lord, do it here right with us this morning. May your word come forward like fire and that each one of us will be like wood and that your word will consume us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12.1, so let us run the race that is before us and never give up. Can you tell somebody, never give up? And this morning I want to tell you that every one of you have been created to fulfill a call, to complete a mission, and to run a race. You have an assignment before you. The word of God says that you are God's workmanship. You are built and designed by God Beforehand for good purposes. It says it in Ephesians two ten, and I'll read it again for we are his workmanship Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them So God in his wisdom and God in all his might He has literally planned and strategically Designed you and made you who you are living today in Greeley, Colorado and your ethnicity all for a purpose and a reason so your time on here on earth is really a strategy from God. And I look at a movie every time that I need to find some inspiration. It's an epic fictional movie. And in this movie, what this from a, from a child unto an adult, all he does is basically run. And as he runs, he begins to achieve and find that in reality, life is a process and you have things to accomplish. And you may know the movie and I want you to see it really quick. I mean, Thank yes. you! for his Jenny how much he loved his Jenny and you know what you and me have the opportunity to run for not our Jenny who is our Jesus and we have a way to run in this life no matter what obstacle comes before us no matter what challenge no matter what betrayal no matter what hurt no matter what transition no matter what change we can still run for our Jesus and we know that our Jesus is continually to run for the people that need to know who he is And he left such an impact on this earth, and he is still pouring out grace. But how is he doing that? He's doing it through you. See, God loves the world, and God loves what the people are in the world and everyone that's lost. And so much so that he says in 2 Peter 3, 9, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count. There's a lot of hurt right now. There's a lot of suffering going on. And maybe you have said the prayer, have I said the prayer. I said, God, why don't you just take us home already? Why don't you just take us with you and let us live with you? Because I think this verse right here gives a lot of content to that. It says, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any, any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. See, this verse came really real to me and the value of loving people. When I was in Puerto Rico and I was dating my wife, we were actually, every, after service, we would go and have um, a great, wonderful lunch or dinner with her family. And that morning her father had some, uh, he had some plants and there was a racimo of platanos, basically, a bunch of bananas but plantains. And that morning I walked up the steps, I mean after service, and I saw them and I said, wow, I'm going to eat good today. Now Doña is going to make uh, mofongo and I thought it was going to be great. You know what, she sent me home early that afternoon and actually gave me coffee and bread because something came up between the family. And I was like, okay. So the following Sunday I came back and I saw the same bunch of bananas sitting right there. They haven't been moved, los platanos. And I said, what a waste of great platanos. See, all week the sun was hitting them. All week there was the, 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 the dew and they were starting to, to, to rot. And plus that, there were the birds that were coming and just pecking at it. And as I walked about five more feet on their tile balcony, the Lord just spoke to me right there. And he said, the same way that they were lost is the same way that I'm losing people, Bert. And then right there, I had a vision of a big hand open up, and I just saw people falling away from his hand. And from that point, I was marked that I knew that I needed to run a race, and my assignment would always be to reach people. And this morning, if I can give you, and I know that this is the truth of Mosaic, but I hope that this morning, it'll be a reinforcement to go forward in 2023 and 2024. We need a new perspective. We need a new motivation to reach the lost. The word perspective means mental view, and Jesus revealed two truths that determine our eternal experience. I'll say that again. Jesus revealed two truths that determine our eternal experience. The first truth is belief. What you believe determines your eternal destination. If you believe that Jesus is the only way to the Father, your eternal destination is what we call paradise, the kingdom of God. But there are other people that don't believe in Jesus. There are people that say, you know what, Jesus is just a, a fictional character. Or Jesus was just a prophet. And there are some people that say there are many gods and there's different roles. But the truth that our Lord Jesus Christ spoke in the gospels was, what you believe determines your eternal destination. But the second truth that he repeated was your behavior and your actions. What you do and how you behave determines how you spend eternity. You may realize this, you may ponder on this, and you may live like this, but your life now is directly impacting everything that will happen when you die. See, for me, I don't believe that when I get to heaven, I just get there and I'm finished on the hammock, the palm trees, the crystal lake of God, and a pina colada. See, I don't believe that. The scripture teaches us that we are gonna govern with God. The scripture teaches us in how our faithfulness and how we run our race here in this course, we will be given certain authority to govern alongside with him. Now, I know there are mysteries. I don't know what we're going to do later on eternity, and eternity is a long time that sometimes we can get anxious when we think about it. But if we see our God who's very industrious, it's just not to kick back and relax. So what culture has taught us is to live more For the present. And what the scripture is constantly teaching us. Is reaching people. Will reward you. Let me give you a couple of verses. Matthew 16 27 says. For the son of man will come in the glory of his father. With his angels. And then he will reward each. According to his works. Did you know that Jennifer Lopez. Has an entourage of 92 people. I believe it is. Wherever she goes. She walks in with 92 people. Did you know that Mark Wahlberg has an entourage of about 42 people? That wherever he goes, 42 people show up. The scripture says right here that Jesus has an entourage too. And it's called the angels. And when he comes, and he comes, and we have to all give account to him, he's going to come with his angels to reward each one of us according to what we did here. And we know that it's not about works. It's about grace. But when you understand grace... You understand that you're empowered to work for him. Can I get a good amen there? Oh, come on. I know Mosaic is not a quiet church. Come on. You can speak to me. You can talk back to me. Let me give you another verse. Matthew 19:21 says, Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. If anyone has seen the chosen lately, to follow Jesus is about to reach people. And I'll give you one more. Luke 14, 14 says, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just. So there is a reward. Can I get the slide of the dot in the line, please? See, culture and probably the enemy is trying to deceive us to live for the dot. See, you are born and you're raised in the dot. You work and and you create finances and you create memories and you raise your children all in the dot, which is good. A couple of years no, a few years ago, I was studying with my daughter about math and science. And we were studying the value of a line. And we know that the dot has an end. It's a period. But the line in math and science is infinite. It doesn't stop. So your life today is the dot, and what you do in that dot will directly affect your eternity, which is forever, forever, and forever. The scripture says in in Revelations that the 24 elders come around God, and they sing, holy, holy, holy is God Almighty. And at one point, they all take off their crown. Their crown basically is a symbolism of how they lived on earth It's their reward. It's the representation of their years while they were here on earth. And they get over and over in heaven to say, I give it all to you, Jesus. There's no one greater. There's no one above. I poured out my life understanding and continually in heaven. I would say, you are worthy. You are worthy. We cannot get short exchanged. We cannot get, I'm going to use the word "doot" to live for the dot. We have to live for the line. So with that, you will say, okay, I understand that truth. You're impressing it upon me this morning to live for the line. So what do I do? I want to take you somewhere where the Lord took me a couple of years ago. He took me to Proverbs 6, 6 to 11. and He made me study the ants. Look what it says in the scriptures. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you, lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. I think that is a principle that we can use in our everyday life, but I think it's also speaking prophetically in the future. So I went to study and I found out a few ants about, a few facts about the ants and I want to share them with you in the next few minutes. The first thing is that, did you know the ant only has a lifespan of 45 to 60 days? Back in Puerto Rico there's always ants, it's tropical, it's hot. So once I found out about this, I would see ants in my house. Before I would get very stressed. And then when I would see them, I'll go, you got 19 days to live. (laughs) Enjoy, eat the sugar, walk around my house. 19 and counting. Friends, your life is short. Your life is very limited on this earth. It's just like when you wake up in the morning and you see the coffee brewing and you see that beautiful vapor. (sighs) that great smell, then you walk into your room to do something, and then you come back to pour your coffee, and the vapor's gone. That's how fast your life is. What are you doing to reach people? If you wanna honor God, see, if you wanna honor me, you wanna love me, take care of my children. Anytime you respect, you love, and you value my wife, and value my children, you are valuing me. It's the same thing with your life. The second thing I found out about the ant was the strength that ants have. An ant can carry 20 times their body weight. There are gonna be moments that are gonna be difficult. There are gonna be moments that the enemy will resist you. There are gonna be moments of betrayal and undeniable hardships that you will face. But if you understand your identity, the scripture says that you can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives you strength see that's your identity your identity is that you are a son of god or a daughter of god and through since god and his holy spirit lives in you you can do all things through him and i want to just say that i just experienced that we closed on a house on tuesday we needed to move you don't even understand what i've been through these last days <laughs> last night my wife was showing some pictures and things were just falling into order i'm not even home why we can do all things through Christ Jesus, who strengthens us. But I think the third fact is the most remarkable. It's the unity of the ants. When they are united, Mosaic, it's unbelievable what they can do. I'll let this video speak by itself.
2: The next stage of the investigation was to find out what one of these subterranean cities looked like. The amount of cement required is extraordinary, for three days they kept pouring until ten tons of cement had disappeared down the tubes. After a month they begin the excavation, led by Professor Louise Forci. It takes weeks to uncover the secret megalopolis of the ants. With the help of mechanical diggers, the scientists remove tons of earth. At last, they begin to see the structure of the city-state. subterranean highways connecting the main chambers and off the main routes are side roads. The paths branch and lead to many fungus gardens and rubbish pits. The tunnels are designed to ensure good ventilation and provide the shortest transport routes. The thing looks like it has been designed by an architect, a single mind, but of course that isn't true. This colossal and complex city was created by the collective will of the ant colony, the super organism. The structure covers 50 square meters and goes 8 meters into the earth. In its construction, the colony moved 40 tons of soil. Billions of ant loads of soil were brought to the surface. Each load weighed four times as much as the worker. And in human terms, was carried a kilometer to the surface. It is the equivalent of building the Great Wall of China. It is truly a wonder of the world.
1: are far greater than an ant. You are a child of the living God. You've been called by God beforehand. You've been gifted. You are strategically placed in Greeley, Colorado for such a time as this, born in this place, because God wants you to run the race. And what you can, if an ant can do that, imagine what people who have the spirit of the living God living in them. What we need is unity. Now everybody's role in this church is different. There may be somebody that does something like the Jesus over here with the music. There's somebody that's doing security. There are administrators. No one even sees their work during their week. But everything has one purpose. Just to bring one more to Jesus. Just to bring one more to Christ. Soon, your pastor is going to be preparing the church about the great things of Easter coming along and the value of not only putting those sticky notes but to pray them in beforehand so that when they hear that gospel message, unitedly, there was a corporate body already wanting to impact that person. So, this morning, my encouragement, but my challenge to you is you must unite. Comfort is overrated. Life is in the process. Live for the line as long as you have breath. doesn't matter what age you have. And be united. Gather your minds together. Come under the vision of what God is speaking to Mosaic. So that you can continue to say, God, we did everything we had. And when I meet you, I'm not coming bankrupt. I'm coming full of a life that was worthy of you and with that i want to say with a crowd of this size and with my experience of being in the lord there's always that one person or that other person that says you know what my life is not right with god today my life is actually i'm missing the mark i'm not really living for christ that's you friend today is your day Today is your day of salvation again. Today is your day to rededicate yourself. And in a few moments, I'm going to ask you to once again commit to Christ. But for the other ones to say, I'm a solid believer. I love Jesus. I got my Jesus bumper sticker and I got my Jesus shirt. Well, today would you commit again to say, I'm going to run the race marked out for me. I'm going to give it everything I have not only to my church but I'm going to help everywhere else my co-workers I'm going to speak about Jesus I'm going to pray about Jesus and I'm going to live Jesus so I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet this morning And I know the custom here is to bow your head and close your eyes man when I came to Christ I was confronted when I was Bankrupt, broken, I just knew I needed Jesus. And Some of you are just waiting for that invitation this morning. And if that's you, I'm going to boldly ask you and you need to boldly respond. If you need Jesus in your life today, if you need to sense that grace and that forgiveness, which is very authentic, would you raise your hand this morning? I see that hand, I see that hand, I see those hands. say this prayer with me quickly and just say father we thank you we thank you for your love and we thank you for your forgiveness would you forgive me this morning of all my sin and would you cleanse me with the blood of Christ if you will help me today I promise I will live for you just help me to change in Jesus name I want to give it over to your pastor now so that he can share the value of being united.
0: I remember when I met Bert, I went to speak at a youth camp in the Poconos, Pennsylvania, right Bert? Wasn't it there? And uh, there were 4,000 teenagers there. And I spoke and Bert is the only person that came and talked to me. And I said, Bert, give one year of your life to God and watch what he'll do. Dude, I cannot be more proud of of what you've done and what God has done in your life. Would you join us as we sing this last chorus together?
3: journey. Uh, If it's your first time here, we're so excited that you're here and we're so glad that you got to experience Pastor Burt today with us. Uh, If you also scan that QR code, uh, we have a little something we want to send you. We just want to know that you're here. Uh, We're not going to spam you or send you a bunch of emails. We just want to welcome you and give you some resources. Um, I have a couple quick announcements, so you may be seated. Night, we have another worship night. How many of you came to our last worship night? It was incredible. If you haven't been to one, I encourage you to come. It's this Friday at seven o'clock. It's just a time for us to get together and just worship the Lord. It's different than a Sunday, I'll tell you. It's very different. It's very fulfilling because you can feel the Holy Spirit in the room while we're all worshiping together. So I invite you to come to that. Um, Next Sunday night, the 26th, at 5 o'clock, is our Discover Mosaic. So if you're new and you haven't attended one of those, or if you've been here forever and you haven't attended one, I invite you to come. We're going to meet at 5 o'clock. We're going to serve you dinner, and you just get to hear about Mosaic. You get to meet the staff, do a little tour of the building, and just learn about who we are, what we stand for, and our values, and then um, hopefully that will help you as you get more involved here. Also, next Sunday is baptisms, Um, another great step in your journey with Christ. So after you've said that prayer today and welcomed into your life, this is just another step that you can take in your journey. If you'd like to sign up for that, you can also sign up on that QR code. Same for the Discover um, dinner, and you can also do both out in the foyer. Um, Now we're going to go ahead and wrap up with our giving. Mosaic is the most generous church I've ever been to. I love that we help people like Pastor Burt. We help people in our community. We help plant churches all over the United States. So we are really doing God's work in such a big way just by this part of our service. There's four ways you can give, they're up on the screen. Um, So we're gonna go ahead and pray over this together. Dear God, thank you for the hearts of Mosaic, Lord. Thank you what you're doing through us to advance your kingdom. Lord, I pray that as we give, our hearts would be open and joyful, God, and that you would take the take the tithe and take the offering and multiply it beyond our wildest beliefs, Lord. I pray that as everyone leaves today, that they, they would have health in their families, God, and that they would be safe and they would return next week, excited to learn more about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, you guys, last announcement. We have a prayer team that meets up here every Sunday after service. So if you're in need of extra prayer or you just need to talk to somebody, I invite you to come up and spend a few minutes with them. And with that, you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week.